that's a home for you yeah home is where you can walk around in pajamas without feeling unsafe or judged or viewed or vilified home is mostly felt when shared with people you love and people you trust and you feel supported by because that's what makes you feel safe and when you safe among people among a place and then you're home for sure there's a feeling of safety that i think it's it needs to be the foundation what makes a home i mean it is definitely about people of course i guess for me a home it's a place where i can feel um feel safe to be myself at my best and at my worst to me home is a synonym to community welcome home i am morgan oleron and you're listening to season 3 of the humans inside the pods a podcast exploring the power of community one conversation at a time On here we talk about challenges and growth with the people who choose to live with others and share the place they call home. If you're interested in the topic, you might like my book. It's called Have Your Cake and Share It Too, and it's a personal story about the world I grew up in, a world I stepped into, and a world I dream of, or the impact community living had on me. But back to the episode. We had a great time recording it. We sure hope you enjoy it. If you do, Never hesitate to let us know through a review, a share, or a message. It takes a second, but it means a lot. It happened to you. Sorry? It happened to you that you were not recording. It happened once. I was so sad. Oh, no. It's such a beautiful conversation. <laughs> Can imagine, so, I can imagine. We we let we we kind of like accepted it, and then we let a few months go by, and then we re-recorded it. So it didn't feel like because recording it again right after it feels so silly because you're doing the same thing. But after a while, yeah. you forget, and then you yeah. But still, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice. So now I'm always like yeah. record. <laughs> I can record for you if you want. <laughs> it's 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 good now, but yeah, yeah, never know. Okay, great. All right. All right, welcome Lisa. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I'm yeah, I really love the way this just happened. Like that you reached out and we started chatting and we felt like we had a lot of like, I don't know, like I mean, similar interests or passions or yeah, it was very natural. Um yeah. so I I'm really looking forward to this conversation. And I'll start as I usually do. So I'll ask you to introduce yourself the the way you want to. Okay, great. Hi, Mo. <laughs> Thank you also for inviting me. And uh, yeah, just I would say trusting or being curious to get to know me. Um, and yeah, I'm Lisa. I'm 27 years old. If that matters, <laughs> sometimes I get oh you you appear so old or you oh no you're like 25. I'm like. No, I'm I'm wiser than <laughs> My god, if you're old then I'm ancient. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, this this age topic is I don't know. It's maybe it's not relevant. Anyway, I'm 27. Um I was born and raised in Berlin, um but as I yeah, already told you a little bit, um I went back and forth. I I um yeah, for for study purposes, I was traveling Europe a little bit. Um, and now I am in Berlin right now. Um, it feels like the city always 
takes me back. <laughs> and I I um want to settle, but I don't want to settle. I'm I'm I think I'm making peace with the idea of being a vagabond at the moment. <laughs> um and uh, yeah, I when I get in touch with people or when I get to know people, there's this this nice idea of the first ten questions not being what so what are you doing for a living? But as a little insight into my academic background, which definitely also shapes who I am or yeah, makes sense. Uh, I studied my bachelor's um, economics and real estate and went for an exchange semester to The Hague, uh, where I studied um, sustainable urban engineering. Mm. I kind of translated into sustainable building, but there's definitely the, the city the, the city idea and the sustainability aspect in, which was quite new to me um, coming from economics and real estate. And then I somehow decided to switch sides and do a master's in urban studies. Exactly. Right. This is the moment when I when I traveled uh, even mm -hmm. more. Europe. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, yeah. There's lots of things to ask. Uh, do you <laughs> feel like obviously we'll at some point dive into community and stuff like that, but we can start anywhere. Um, so I, I, I read your little presentation and, and also like what you're saying now is like the urban part has a big plays a big role like um, and I just myself recently relocated from very urban from London to countryside and so I'm very interested in how you yeah what, where did your interest for cities and urbanism come from? Um, I guess I'm a quite perceptive curious mind and I I like to be surprised and ask questions. Why? Why is this house here? Why isn't this house here? Why isn't the community space here? Why is there a shopping mall? Um, why do people hang out in this bar, but not in this bar? No? So like understand causalities. Um, and um, so that I think the, what initiated like my switch to, to the urban realm, so to studying the city, uh, was my bachelor thesis. I worked for a company at that time. It's, it's, it's a concept in um, Germany, Austria, uh, Austria and uh, Switzerland, I think, to do like a corporate studies. So you mm -hmm. work for a company while you're studying. Um, so I did my bachelor thesis for this company and I realized, okay, the idea they had with one of the shopping centers was um, against my idea of what a shopping center could be, not just a place for consumption, but a place like a social place you know, to, to make it more public, to open it to the city instead of closing it. Um, and um, I, I went to my defense and um, the, the professor actually said, well, mm, what you did in your bachelor thesis was not what I expected. And luckily I was preparing my defense. So the, the, the practical part, the, the, the real defense um, in a much more different way. Um, I outlined my vision 
for the mm. shopping center. And he said, this is exactly what I expected you to do. And I was like, never, ever again will I, um, yeah, have like this economic, I don't know, the, 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 the force, the capitalistic force, um, determine me but also the the city context no like mm. I got very conscious about the economic structures and processes yeah and what we face no? here in the city yeah so I think that was that was really that's where where the motivation started all yeah, right exactly. yeah. so interesting yeah, yeah, yeah I mean it's like everything else it's like there's a there's a This is what society tells us. There's one way of doing things or the way it's always been done, right? So yeah. shopping malls, they work like that. This is it. You can't challenge it, but it's so wrong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. you can challenge it. I think there are many places in the city and we're now talking about mindset and perspective. Many places that give us hope, that give us inspiration, that might give us goosebumps when we stand somewhere and we see, wow, this is where nature suddenly flourishes or where community flourishes. Um, and uh, I think that's a beautiful link to, to also the, the community spaces that I discovered and explored and felt like, yeah, felt very um, interested in. Yeah, yeah they can so be in the urban and in the, in the rural. Absolutely. So that's going to be my next question is that like, Do you have example of places like that, that you went there and you're like, also with your, not only with your like just regular human eyes, but your professional eyes as well. And you're like, this is the place that gives hope and inspiration and nurture community. Yeah. I think the recent, my recent experience is definitely Borgo Batona, which also our connection is <laughs> to... Anya, whom I talked to and you had on the pod podcast, and uh, yeah. she's doing something similar. So, uh, yeah, Bogobatone is a community-led, um, community-owned village in Tuscany, um, close to Luca, um, and it uh, consists of 16 buildings. Um, and the idea behind it is you buy shares, um, and thereby you get access you become a part of the community um, of the association um, in german genossenschaft um, and you can stay there and you contribute to uh, the yeah the, the, the expenses like electricity water and so on um, besides the shares you buy uh, disclaimer i didn't invest it was my debt so um, i got access through it to my debt um and you can also in the future uh buy into it or like like rent space as an external renter um but the the, the main idea is not to yeah make money but really to become part of a community and suddenly we were sitting um there i was there one week ago two weeks ago something like this for 10 days um mm -hmm. we were sitting at a table with people I might ignore not know they exist like pass by on the street mm. in, in Berlin or wherever and that was the beauty like you prepare food someone is arriving 
um, you didn't know they would arrive and you say, hey, for sure, come bring a bottle of wine. We have cooked. There's plenty of food. Um, join us. And the the way we connected there was so easy. It was such a given. There was no question, are, are you different? Or th th there was curiosity and an openness to connect. Um, so what, what do you think? What do you think makes that happen? The curiosity and the that you, it was so natural and easy to connect. Mm -hmm. what, 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 where do you think that comes from? I would say it's um, it's a bit like a hostel. You already know people are willing to connect. Um, and I think the frame, um, the, the context, uh, encouraged all of us to, to be open um, and also mindful about the other person. Like there's this, this human approach that I do miss a lot somehow in the city. Um, but on a very, very basic level, it's the willingness of human beings to connect. Mm -hmm. I, I often say, we yes, we pendle, we swing between like our need, our desire to, to, to for self-expression and individualism. But then there's always, we always go back and are looking for the sense of belonging. Absolutely. That's so true. And so can you tell us a bit more about the, the how the village, how did that happen? Like someone woke up one day and was like, I'm going to buy this whole village and then I'm going to kind of like sell it as shares. Like how, how did, yeah, how does it work? Yeah. And how do, because you, yeah. you, you, you're from Germany. So how did you end up, you know, having a share in an Italian mm -hmm. village? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, good, good questions. Um, I, so first I, I, like a friend, the girlfriend of, a, of, of someone um, attached to, to the village or already part of the village um, posted it on Instagram and we went to the same uh, high school in, in Berlin um, and I saw it on Instagram there was no comment nothing but I just thought oh my gosh green beautiful amazing architecture old historic architecture clicked on it and asked her hey what is this and Bongo Batuna does a lot uh, of like meetups to uh, to build a community The whole process is really, really interesting to me, um, how how they attract new people and onboard those people. Um, mm -hmm. So interesting. Um, <laughs> really, really interesting. We can we can definitely talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. it's a prototype for community building, um, because we are all strangers somehow. No? It's, um, but a common interest brings us together, um, and so I think. Uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 um, it's architects from Munich, but also people from Tuscany um, who saw this village um, and had the idea of preserving it, um, of 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 yeah, taking it over from the original owners. Um, and these owners thought Borgo Batona to be their family seat. Um, but somehow it's it, maybe it was too much. I don't know specifically, mm. but 16 buildings must be very big, <laughs> very big. Um, That's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they started to uh, reconstruct, um, uh, renovate the build uh, two buildings already. So there's a lot to do. There's a mm. lot to do. Mm. really manual work, many contracts to to many companies. Hopefully, like 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 local companies to instruct. Yes. 
and that's also the idea yeah but this is how it kind of happens so they bought it as the community yeah mm. and yeah so okay th those are topics that i love like onboarding and like creating community so like let's dive into that if you're okay with it like how do you how did you experience that like how do they find it's always the question like how do you find the right people whatever right people is mm -hmm. right like how mm -hmm. do you make sure that you're not sharing your village with someone who's gonna mm -hmm. you know not have the same values or bring a negative vibe or whatever like what's yeah how <laughs> mm -hmm, totally it's also a very present topic for me not just connected to Bago but, mm -hmm. but in my life whom do you want yeah. to spend time with how open are you how much can you contribute to a great atmosphere whether big or small no so like mm -hmm. thinking about your own agency but then also being mindful what uh, doesn't have to be no not mm -hmm. to force things and in Borgo Batone um, so in general these 10 days I was there was very interesting it's pretty much self-organized at the moment um, it is the first season that people are actually staying there okay so there was a makeup camp you call it people organized the kitchen the sleeping rooms the different houses so um yeah and after this makeup camp um, it was kind of set up to to and, and and people moved in for two days for two 12 days whatever um and yeah but it is self-organized i went there with two friends um and i told them it's it's not a hotel it mm. is if you see that there is soap missing next time you go shopping you buy soap so mm. ha like that's actually i mean i would say this is my approach and my sense of responsibility um but i also saw that others have the same sensibility to the space and uh, to the place so maybe the basil has to be watered uh, these little things um uh this is when you are there but i also realized that there is a huge scheme behind and delegations that focus on uh the space the, the green space um the the, the architecture the um, then uh, about hospitality people are responsible um, in this delegation for arriving um, arrivals, new arrivals. So that the bed sheet is on, on, on the bed. So people are involved. So the mm. team behind involves the community actively and asks for help. Do you have furniture that you can bring? Um, and they encourage everyone to actually go there by car um, or take like a sustainable transportation. Um, so you can maybe put a chair inside of your car when you go yeah. to Borgo Batone next time. Um, so, so I saw that it is quite professional the way it is organized. Um, yes. Uh, but then there's a lot of freedom given to the people as well. So the idea is not to, once you are there, you have to work. Uh, yes. But you can, but you don't have to. It's mm. still a vacation village. Um, but it brings you closer to the whole community. If you see, hey, my my impact um, changes something. And you know, so, so I was having calls, and I uh, 
find, for example, like a label which trash goes where, mm. uh, where, where that, for example, lemon shouldn't go, citrus fruit shouldn't go on a compost. Yeah, <laughs> so little thing. Um, mm, yeah, and that's something. It's it's you know it's different to normal work, like where forty hours you go somewhere you do something for someone. There, I got the motivation to, like, like get started again, huh? like a motivation to create, to get engaged. Mm, yeah, mm. and I, um, sorry, too many questions at once in my head. I was like, <laughs> which one? Uh, <laughs> like, you say people stay for a few days, people stay for two weeks. Like, what's the so the the core team is there all the time and then people come and go or like, what's the, is there people living there full time? Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, at the moment not, but I guess it's also a testing phase. Okay. It's, it's really, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the idea will be to have one person maybe staying there for a month and onboarding people coming, like helping mm. them a little mm. bit, being 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 a person you can talk to when you have questions. Yeah. Um, there are two shareholders that live close by, and they are there quite often. Um, so there is continuous communication also via the signal group. So once you arrive, you enter uh, an on-site signal group, um, which is kind of your point of reference. You can ask people who are still inside in, in, in the group or who enter the group because they're also arriving if you have certain questions. Or you ask in the big group, hey guys, is there actually a printer? <laughs> or um, yeah, what do we do with X, Y, Z? So, mm. and then there's always someone also like very responsive uh, via email. All right. And so in terms of like who can buy in, is there some kind of like vetting system or interviews or who gets to decide? Yeah, um, it is the, I don't, there's a core team. I don't know how many people they are, six, mm. seven, eight. Mm. It's many, many, many people who really invest their hearts and their time. Um, but there are kind of interviews. Mm. Yes, exactly. What's funny when, when my parents, had a kind of interview um, to check if it's good for them, but also, of course, as for, well, for, yeah, for the community. Yeah. It's like what I always always say when I have job interviews. It's, it's it's not that you have to sell yourself. You have to check if it works for you as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so my parents went to another interview. Long time they didn't have an interview. I think <laughs> in their life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. but I think it's it's not too tough. It's not too tough. Mm. But it's also very much like yeah, it's time consuming for the team as well. Like how how big is the community at the moment? Uh, ooh, da, 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 da. I think there are eighty shareholders. Wow. 80. Yeah, and they want to go for one hundred. If I'm right, but this is approximately. Yeah, yeah. And is it possible yeah. that everyone goes at once, or you kind of have to hold it like a calendar to make sure that. Everyone has a place yeah. to stay. Oh wow! There is a so there is a there is a calendar exactly, or le, le, there's a booking in mm. place. Mm. Um, um, yeah, I think at the moment it's 
25 people at the same time who mm. can stay there. And in the future, it's going to be 75 to 100. But wow. I think this is going to be, be crowd, crowded. It might be less. Yeah, but there's a beautiful pool. And mm. um, it's really, I think, like 300 olive trees. And um, yeah, the whole experience was beautiful. Like, of course, rosemary. Uh, what you have, what you find in uh, Tuscan landscape. <laughs> and and do you feel like, because everybody, you, you say there's a structure, but it's also very free, like people don't have mm -hmm. to do things. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's the it's the beginning, I like, guess, the trial period, but like, do you feel like it might come a point where some people are doing a lot and some are not doing so much? And is there like a way to is there some kind of like like community meetings where you guys can discuss like oh I feel like you know mm -hmm. this is not working or is it more mm -hmm. like ah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's learning by doing I'm not too yeah. much in the community it was my first time there yeah um, um so I could imagine and we we actually talked about it like if you are there some people are more feel more responsible to do and help and 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 yeah develop the space in the time they're there um, but then I also know actually you go there for vacation yeah and you might just want to rest so uh, me and my friends my friends and me <laughs> we we noticed this little um like the bigger question of should we be doing something right now or not mm. so it's it's um because it's not a small community of 10 people and you definitely know hey you are taking care of the trash <laughs> you are taking yeah. care of um uh, i don't know the, the urban not the urban but the garden space mm. um yeah so i'm i'm i don't know about that uh too much um but this is what they try to fix and mm. distribute with the delegation yeah 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 it's not an easy it's it's an ongoing uh, learning process for sure no matter how long you've been going i think what's next for you like what has it like maybe awakened in you like uh, inspiration like what's your now you're back uh but you say you you somehow always go back to berlin but you don't also feel like this is the right place for you so like yeah where are you at now after this experience yeah um, as I said, I think I'm making peace with being a person that loves to leave and loves to arrive. Um, and I love enjoy, that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy so much being a stranger and then uh, seeing, observing myself in arriving. You know, you, you, if it's Bogobatone, but I've also been to many other places, uh, wine picking. Uh, in Provence, um, I went to like Zona di Trulli, which is, uh, I think, of the UNESCO heritage area in uh, Puglia, in the, in the south of Italy, where I uh, helped uh, friends constructing, reconstructing the Trulli, these, these old uh, farmers, farmer silos. Um, and every time I've been to those places, like I, it was, I didn't know it. And the next day I knew the path you would take, you discover how the kitchen works, where things are, what your favorite, it's, it's the micro things that I love. Um, 
which kind of cup is yours i don't know <laughs> you know um or which cup you 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 prefer drinking your coffee uh, from mm-hmm. um so this is something that this, this is a it's not a position or it's not a job it's not an occupation you can make money with um but it is a way of living and a way of allowing myself to to keep on exploring so i i think for a long time i thought i have to um yeah design myself a great cv i i was always taking decisions with my heart that's for sure but there was always a pressure behind and the time i'm taking right now um is to be mindful about the, these reactive patterns oh i should be doing something i should have a proper bio or a proper pitch about myself ready to say hey i'm lisa i uh, work for this company my position is xyz those are my responsibilities my average uh, my, my yearly salary is this No, so I'm becoming very, very mindful about all these societal, yeah, uh, expectations. Um, mm. And I, it's funny when people ask me, um, Lisa, should we meet at that time or what? Let's do this, and and it's about in about about a date in in one one month. I'm like, I'm currently planning for the next three days. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, but what the heck, a precise plan. Um, I'm doing a permaculture course uh, at Terra Alta. <laughs> This is not marketing or anything here. It's just places I really love. That's why I'm talking mm. about them. Terra Alta um, in Portugal wow. at the end of uh, June or for two weeks. So That's awesome. Yeah. I've... I've... During COVID, I read so much about permaculture. At the time, I was living in London and I didn't have a garden, so I was just like dreaming. Mm. Uh, and I thought, oh my god, I need to take a course on this. This is so fascinating. And yeah, then life happened, and I never did. But mm-hmm. now that I'm here with all this greenery around, mm-hmm. well, you can't see it, but it's green. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, I should do that. Oh, so exciting! A sign. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um... How long is the course you said? Uh, two weeks, and it's mm. actually a proper certificate course. Um, a friend, a friend did it. A friend from Lebanon, um, whom I studied with, a very dear friend. Uh, she, she, she's a landscape architect, and she, um, she did a course in the south of Spain, and mm. it inspired me to do one as well. But I heard about Terra Alta actually through another friend, um, whom I met during a hike in Portugal, and he has like an off-grid. Uh, hut in 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 a valley in in Al, uh, uh, in the Alentejo region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my God. So things are connecting. Yes, <laughs> that's so crazy. It's like sometimes I'm like sometimes I get sad because I'm like, oh, Morgan, you're living in a bubble, and mm. you you think that everyone is thinking about permaculture and community, but in reality, <laughs> they're not. And then other days, I'm like today, I'm like, oh yes, everyone. I met this person yeah. I'm like yes, yes uh, it's happening <laughs> yeah yeah it's so interesting that you mention it because we do have bubbles and I think they are so 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 important to feel safe to to, to also stay focused mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a person 
I am interested in just so many things. Um, probably someone would call me now a scanner. I don't, I'm, I'm not going for these labels too much, um, but I just have many, many interests um, and having bubbles is so important, uh, but then being mindful about very different contexts, whether it's cultural, political, economical. Um, and um, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm like overloading this this discussion, but I've, I went to Lebanon to to see a friend in Beirut, and that's exactly what I want to do and continue doing, like mm. get out of the bubble. Yeah. So I, um. I, I keep an open mind and heart. That's so important. Yeah, I, yeah, it's the, the, the topic of the bubble has been something that's been coming back to me a lot during these conversations because mm. even starting from co-living, like living three years in this house in Stockholm that I did, it, it did so much for me. Like it, it changed my life, but it was also a massive bubble. Mm. And I had a situation like just a month ago where I feel like the bubble burst, like that bubble, that specific bubble of the, the house there. And it took, it took a long time. You know, it's been three years since I moved out. And I, I had still this like image of this is the perfect place and I will one day go back to it and nothing can be better than this place, blah, blah, blah. And then something happened and now I'm like, wow, mm. actually. As, as wonderful as it was there was also some negative stuff and and you know there is a world outside and I think yeah the bubble thing is so so important and I love that I, I have friends in France where I'm from and I talk to my family a lot and my sister who lives in the south of France and they have such different lives and it's good to be reminded that yeah not everyone is obsessing about co-living and community and that's yeah. cool too because it mm -hmm. can't be yeah I don't know Mm -hmm. I lost my definitely bit, but yeah no it's um it's not it's also not easy uh, to 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 build a community to maintain the community um and to remind yourself to to to, to stay in touch to keep on communicating to reflect on your own community skills um and to then ask as well what do I need from other people? Mm. And uh, so we're talking about boundaries and then again, deconstructing boundaries. And mm. we were raised in different ways. So people with different backgrounds come together. Um, for some, it's very, very normal to live in a community because they had many, I don't know, um, yeah, siblings or mm. simply a big family or you're an only child, but you have always had a big group of friends and but yeah um but i had another thought on, on on the bubble because it's it's the thing it's probably quite human attachment and detachment like you you are trying to find the um yeah your space mm. and then that is safety and then suddenly something happens. You're like, oh my gosh, I took this for granted. Now it's gone. Um, and then there's a there's there might be pain, disappointment, um, and yeah, maybe a sense of 
I mean, now I might, I don't know if I'm projecting, but like a sense of loneliness suddenly or yeah, whatever. I don't know what mm -hmm. you felt. But... Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. It felt, it felt like, yeah, it's so interesting to reflect on it. It just felt like everything that I had, I had, I had assumed was the reason why I was so happy. I'm now thinking maybe I was wrong. Maybe that was not. So, like, long story short, I felt I was obsessing so much with, like, co-living. Co-living is the reason <laughs> why I was so happy. And I've almost, like, built my whole, like, story around it now, my career. Like, I work with co-living. So, and then I had this realization of maybe it wasn't co-living. Maybe it was just at that time, that moment in time, the people that just happened to be there. But... It, it can be that it will never be the same again. It will never be these people at that time in that place. But maybe that was just that. Maybe that period was just this great time. Mm -hmm. And I can obsess with as much as I want with co-living. It will never be a, happen again. And so it was kind of like, oh, gosh, have I been, like, researching the wrong thing the whole time? Like, I, am I going the wrong direction? Like, it really kind of, like, started to, I started to question everything. It's like, yeah, I was obsessing about one thing. And, and maybe I, I kind of like forgot a little bit about the outside of the bubble, like the other reason that someone could be happy, <laughs> which is not just <laughs> this one. Like, uh, funny. But yeah, I think it's healthy. It was, a, it was a bit of a shock, but it's, it's very healthy for me to be like, wait, 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 stop, stop like digging one hole and like look around a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's natural. Yeah. These bursting of bubbles. Let's not talk about economic and financial <laughs> <laughs> a real estate bubble, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's like a cleanse, maybe. Um yeah. because we build dreams and visions mm. and um and attached to to these. Um it's 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 a topic I definitely I don't struggle with. I used to struggle with, but um attaching it attaching to an illusion. So mm. But then you also don't want to become too rational and be like, yeah, this is this is just a dream. No, I would I I want to dream and I want to believe. But I'm also prepared that what I'm hoping for might not happen, or that the time I had was exactly what it was supposed to be. But it's not about re replicating it. Mm. Yeah, that, I think future. that's where I went wrong. It's like I was trying to replicate it or like to figure out how to replicate it. But it's just like, I, I was over-engineering it probably. Mm. Uh, yeah. But it's so interesting also, like like important probably for the whole, for the whole bubble, mm -hmm. like this discussion or this realization. Like I'm not too deep into into like this, the, the one community um that i'm now creating or building there are many different worlds <laughs> navigating yeah. in yeah. i think that's good it's important to stay to stay like i don't know if the right word is flexible or like like moving being able to adapt to different like dip in and out of different worlds uh and take mm. learn from each of them constantly i think it's Mm. always the best way anything that you wanted to dig into dive into and that we haven't mentioned yet um i mean i worked in the in the gründerin centrale 
until very recently. Uh, it's the female founders office oh, yeah, um, yeah. in Berlin. Um, and uh, yes, maybe you might ask, why did you choose this job? Why did you <laughs> go to, into marketing, communication, network building, community management after this bachelor's, yeah. after this master's? Um, but somehow it just felt right. I, I wanted to explore it. I wanted to. There are many reasons. I'm, I'm, we can talk another time about it. But it brought me closer to the vehicle of being self-employed. And I think uh-huh. that is something very dear to my heart and a very interesting concept. It's the idea of how to work and this 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 frame can be filled with the what with the content so this is a topic that is very interesting to me and i'm exploring in which way i can have a yeah a self-determined life um this can be in a in a proper like in in an employment like uh, and you work 30 35 40 50 hours (laughs) um but i think yeah this is yeah, I mean, we're talking here and you are kind of doing your project and you become engaged and um, you started something. So mm. The whole idea of just doing something, do it, seeing not specifically the, the outcome, the output, but starting something and then see where it leads you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been... I was going to say unemployed. No, I've been self-employed. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, for what, one, three years now, a bit more than three years. Um, but before that, I worked for companies like for 10 years. And I really see the difference. Like I I had a period where I did nothing. Like I was self-employed. And then the rest of the time, I was just sitting on my ass. And I was like, oh. I'm free to do nothing, so I'm gonna do nothing. And then after a while, I was just like, "Oh, this is fucking boring. <laughs> like, I'm losing mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. mind." Totally. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, and now, the last two years, yeah, I've I've done so. I'm doing so much that does not pay. Like, so you don't go into self-employment to. I mean, at least me, I didn't go in there to be rich, but to be richer of other things. And mm-hmm. I've started the podcast. I wrote a book. I. Um, you know, I, I'm raising a dog, which for me is like a massive thing. Um, I'm taking over this venue with my partner and we're hosting co-livings. Like I'm doing things that not in a million years I thought I would do when I was working in an office because somehow all my my energy and my creativity was going into someone else's projects. Uh, and many times I was not always like in agreement and I had so many frustrations and it was just like, and then I would go home and just like, you know, like be upset mm-hmm. or whatever or not, or decide mm-hmm. not to care. But now everything I do is on my own time is my own responsibility. And so I, it really, really, it's really interesting what you said about like you doing it without caring too much about the outcome at the beginning is that when I worked in an office or worked for someone when I was employed, I cared so much about what I was doing and what people would say or think. Like, so, oh my God, I would make myself sick of stress of like, oh my God, am I doing this right? And now, like I started this podcast three years ago. It's like, I didn't even like, I didn't even have a mic. I was just like, I pressed record. I was like, we'll see what happens. 
I don't care that anyone listens to it. Like I do it because I find it interesting. It's bringing me closer to really nice people. Uh, I, I love the idea of encapsulating people's journey. So in 20 years, you can go back to this and be like, this was me at 27 at that time in my life. I think this yeah. is wonderful. And if, if anything, that's all I care about, right? And so, and I, it's funny because I was just talking, we have a friend staying over and he, we were having breakfast this morning and he was saying, um, oh, you have a podcast. Everybody's having podcasts. I thought about it as well, but I don't know, you know, don't know how to start. And I was like, just, just, just start, who cares? Like no one listens, no one listens, you know, it's just like, you know, it's not going to change your life. But yeah, I don't know. It's, I found a new way to, I do more and I care less. It's very interesting. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But it took a while. It took a while. It, it, I, I think people who know me, my parents, my mom would tell me, tell you, like, I, I was the most stressed and shy person like I I went through school and my first years of professional like work like completely not being myself like being terrorized of what people would think of trying to fit in and just like I, I was making myself sick like really yeah, um yeah. So it's 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 very nice to get out of that it's better late than never right but it's just like yeah it's a long long time to realize yeah you know? yeah <laughs> Gosh, this is getting really, really personal now <laughs> to my life. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's I'm 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 happy to listen. I think this is what also my time is now asking me for, like to listen, to get in touch with people, to mm. stay in touch and stay moving. Like stay moving is one of the mottos, mm. and and it helps me in a time of not having a job right now and mm. and figuring out what I want to do next to have these mottos that remind you okay just stay in movement i always have this metaphor like a like a like a boat that is going it can it can go easy more easily to the left or to the right um of course yeah of, or, or if it's if it's just standing still no mm -mm 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 -mm. you need to carry a boat or something like this to to move it <laughs> uh, the same with a with a car um yeah. and and i was talking with a friend and and he he did like a like a master's in positive psychology after working for Citibank um and um so he he was he was thinking of okay now I did this master's I should um I should do something with it mm -hmm. um, but he asked himself um, what am I what 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 am I doing most of my time where does my interest lead me which kind of books am I reading? Which kind of conversations am I having? Um, and get away from that idea of taking the bachelor's or the master's or your CV as the thing that you have to continue. Talking about past dependency. No, you can interrupt this. Um, and uh, so he, he now is into, I don't know, investing or whatever. But he... He also inspired me to ask, okay, what, what, what's really dear to my heart, mm. um, and to follow this a little bit more. And it doesn't have to be the job eventually, but to allow yourself to to to, to go for it, which has always been difficult for me. I think now I'm I'm really like 
seriously asking myself for the first time in my life, um, what do I actually want to do? Mm. Well, I got to say, I admire you because you're 27. When I was 27, I was not there. Like, it took me much longer. So it might feel like a long time for you, but I'm, I'm impressed. Like, I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's wonderful to be there and already ask these questions. I think you're going to, yeah. yeah. No way back uh, to the, to the, to the topic of age as we started. <laughs> but I, I mean, not tell. so much. Yeah. It's not so much age, more like a, a time in your life, I think. Yeah, probably. I don't Definitely. know. Yeah yeah mm -hmm. no i can tell it comes from from a lot of reflection and a lot of struggles um, mm. that i gained the insights that i have today um a lot of self-doubt and um the, the pressure to prove myself so mm. there's mm. always a story behind it it's, of course um, i'm not just smiling yeah. into the cam camera um, and and i did so since i was born <laughs> yeah so, no i mean of course i'm sure that if you come to those realization it's because there's been a lot of work behind it yeah this doesn't you don't you don't just wake up one day and be like oh, i'm gonna live differently now. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> rich overnight <laughs> yeah that'd be great but yeah i do have one last question that i ask everyone which is what yes. makes a home for you Oof. oh my gosh a friend asked me this recently Ooh. um and I answered everywhere where I feel free and I edit, <laughs> uh, um, I edit something and said, I do feel like it is my responsibility to feel free or to remember that it's also on me. No? So mm. I am all the people who know me. I'm a lot about mindset. Um, and working a lot with my mindset and um, so it's that slow but gradual process of saying yes you are allowed to be as you are right now you are allowed to feel as you are right now um, so and thereby many places are my home and become my home and the world gets bigger or smaller I don't know how you want to put it it becomes more beautiful because it becomes <laughs> more familiar yeah. yeah I guess the word becomes smaller but your home becomes bigger or something like that yeah yeah love it yeah makes sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you can quote yourself now if you have a quote. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> oh, oh lovely thank you yeah. so much this was thank you Thank you so much for making it to the end. You'll find more information about my guest in the description of the episode. If you want to share your own experience or know someone who should, do reach out. I'm always looking for new stories.